Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I am the founder and chief storyteller of TV Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and wellness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. I ask you every week, hit that subscribe button on YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn. Now, today you're going to meet and hear a really interesting and inspiring story from Jay Casal. He lost almost 200 pounds after having weight loss surgery, and he's walking you through his journey and also how he built an online community of 20,000 in a Facebook group and then went on to create and monetize his podcast. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Well, today I am so excited to be here with Jay Casal, uh, someone who I have been on his podcast. He's a podcaster, a pro podcaster, because he's oh, doing it every single day, called The Lighter Side. And he's also the CEO and founder of Jay's Tutoring Company. So, hey, Jay. Glad Hello. To have you. Oh, it's very nice to be here. Thanks for having me. So you might be thinking, hey, he has a tutoring company. He's a podcaster. Um, this is a show about health and wellness, but you have a really inspiring health story that I think is so important that you share. So I want to hear your story, though, and kind of take me hmm. through the beginning until where you are now today. As a kid, most of my childhood, I was definitely the chubby kid. Uh, always a little bit overweight, the fat kid in the class. There was, there was a couple of fat kids in the class. I wasn't the only one, so, you know, I had, I had company. But um, that was me. And, you know, uh, always struggled with my weight. I lost weight, thank goodness, uh, for high school. Uh, I always say, like, if there were going to be four to five years when I didn't struggle with my weight, it, like high school, thank God that was when it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I did, I was totally like, like probably the way I look now, uh, all through high school and the beginning of college. And then, you know, I had some, uh, past childhood traumas and they all sort of came a flooding back to me <laughs> my, my sophomore year of, of college. And I had like a real bad mental health sort of breakdown. Um, and part of the fallout of that was I gained a significant amount of weight very quickly. How much is um, significant? Uh, like about 100 pounds. Wow. Um, like between my sophomore and junior year. Uh, wow. And, you know, it was a couple different things. First of all, it was all the different antidepressants that, you know, we were trying different things out. And, you know, so this thing causes hunger and this thing causes this and all that. So I'm already predisposed. You know, I'm compulsive. I had a weight problem as a kid. So then you like add in the the medicine and the fact that I'm going through a depression and you know it just 
it came and came and came. And like that was that weight gain was like the start of the cycle that just perpetually went on and on and on and on, you know lose 75 pounds, gain 100 pounds, lose 80 pounds, gain 100 pounds. I mean, I must have lost like 500 pounds in my, mm. you know, in my weight loss life. Right. Um, just like collectively, however many times you did right. it. Totally. It was just always like I would do it. I would get super dedicated to whatever program it was I was doing. Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, Atkin. I mean, all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I doubt I missed any of them. On my mm. on my quest to find the easiest one, you know, the one that would like give me the least resistance and the most uh, results. Um, and uh, I feel like I feel like that's something that I can honestly really relate to. We we hear a lot about yo yo dieting. Why do you think people yo yo diet? I know why it happened to me. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I know at least like part of it. So I think there's there's a few different things. When you when I gained like so much weight, it became that like if I lost 80 pounds, everyone I saw would be like, "Oh my god, you look so great." Yeah. Like, oh my blah, blah, blah. and listen, I still had like 40, 50 pounds left to lose, you yeah. know? But you hear that stuff and you start getting like, you know, it gets, it gets you into going. Your head. It gets you it gets you to kind of keep going more, I feel like. It does, but another thing it can have the effect of is oh, I look great. I'm yeah. doing such a I'm doing such a great job. Like maybe I right. Maybe I can go a little easier. Maybe I can have a cheat meal. Maybe I can blah blah blah, you know, and there's that element of it and then when you're a person like I am, I've got like I have OCD, it's it's like I have a diagnosed, you know, thing. I'm very, I'm a very compulsive person, and like, thank mm. goodness that if it had to be something, it was food um, that I am compulsive about. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, other people in my family got hit with compulsions, you know, addictions and things like that that are way, you know, way scarier. Yeah. Um, but but it is definitely part of 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 me. So if I start. You know, oh, I'll just have a cheat meal. You know, I, you know what I always say is, it's like, you know, that week between Thanksgiving and that time between like Thanksgiving and Christmas when you're like, ah, whatever. It's yeah, give it all up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that that would be me, but like, you know, it's like the day after Thanksgiving. I'm like, ah, it's just the day after Thanksgiving, and then like, I close my eyes and I open them, and it's like Easter, right. You know, and I've gained 45 pounds. Yes. Once I gave myself that permission, I I just never stopped giving myself that permission. You just start eating and eating and eating and eating. And then it's, 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 it's Hmm. it's like, it is like an addiction. Um, But then you go, oh, I let it get too far. I'm going to, I know how to lose weight. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Got to pull it back. Okay. And then you (laughs) You set a goal and you start being like hyper focused on this weight loss goal. Right. But you know what it, what was happening is that, uh, I just, it just kept coming back. And then as I got older, you know, I would go to Weight Watchers like this. The last time I went to Weight Watchers, um, I lost like 65, 70 pounds, like real quick. Mm. What's real quick? Uh, like four months, five months, maybe. Wow. Yeah, and then nothing, you know. Then just like brick you were stuck. Wall. Yeah, and and I know myself really well. If I'm doing mm-hmm. the wrong thing, I know I am. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so there's no like, 
oh, I don't know what happened, you know? Yeah. But this time, I wasn't. You know, I was 100% to the letter, and I would try, you know, everything. I was so dedicated. I was like, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. But then eventually, my second kid was born, and... You know, everything that comes along with that. I mean, it was just stressful and, you know, everything, just everything. And I always tell the story that the night my daughter, my daughter was born, my second kid, uh, we got to the hospital at 1.11 or 1.10 a.m. And she was born uh, 11 minutes later at 1.21. Amazing. Uh, uh, My wife almost gave birth like a in the car on the way to it was like it was almost like a sitcom situation and the reason i the reason i bring, the reason i bring that up is that night literally on the way to the hospital my wife screaming and pounding out noises i've never heard before in my life i i ate an entire box of wheat thins and it's not it's not that long of a ride i'm going to tell you that right now so. i'm just like shoveling them in my face i'm like oh my god oh my god and you know just after that, I just never got it back and and mm. up and up and up and up and up. And that, you know, that was the last time um, at which point I made the decision uh, that I was going to have bariatric surgery. Okay. Uh, yeah. So for There's those a- who don't know, what is bariatric surgery? Sure. So there's there's a few different types of bariatric surgery. I had what is called uh, vertical sleeve gastrectomy. Vertical sleeve gastrectomy is they remove a part of your stomach. So I've, I have like 20% of a stomach basically right now. And, you know, the, part of what makes it effective is not only obviously the fact that your stomach is smaller, but it also uh, removes a lot of the hormone garin from your stomach, which is the hormone responsible for, hung, for sending hunger signals. Gotcha. Um, there's also uh, a procedure that's known as the gastric bypass. People usually call it that. That one is they don't actually take out the stomach. They like literally bypass the stomach. They like they like redo your insides. Okay. So that it like doesn't ever hit your stomach. The food like doesn't ever actually hit your whole stomach. There's another one. Uh, the name is actually escaping me right now, but it's like a combination of both of them. And that one is like super intense. I mean, that's like that one is usually reserved for, you know, the people you see that are like at death's door, you know, like right. thousand pounds and, you know, stuff like that, where it's like this, this has got to stop. Um, but mine, mine was the vertical sleeve gastrectomy or just the sleeve or VSG. You may see it uh, referred to. So how much did you weigh at this point that you decided to get surgery? Um, That's funny because. So the most I ever weighed in my life that I know of was 375 pounds. Okay. I was lucky. I had my, my, from my consultation to my surgery was only like two months, like not even, um, wow. maybe two and a half. A lot of people have to go through a lot more to get to surgery. Sometimes like six month programs where they have to lose weight and all this stuff to like prove that they can do it and all and that. Why, and why do you have to do that? It's, it's, it's all insurance. Um, okay. I, th- I think, you know, the idea is that they want to see that you can follow a diet plan. A lot of people have a perception of weight loss surgery, uh, both people who, like, haven't had it and people who are, like, looking into it, that it's 
that it's going to be like, oh, I just get it done and then I don't That's have to it. think about it anymore. I don't have to right. do any work or I <laughs> right. just can yeah. go back to so the way I was. Yeah. Before the surgery, you have to go on a liquid diet for – mine was 10 days. Um, Holy. Well, yeah. So mine was 10 days, but what you – so like what everyone does, and again, not everyone, but a lot of people – is like you know what's about to happen to you, so you go on. You know you have to have your last hurrah. You know you're like an <laughs> addict going. You're like an addict going into rehab. So you're like I gotta hit everything that I have ever on day eleven eating. <laughs> right? right, right. So between my surgical consultation and like when I had to start the liquid diet, I probably gained like fifteen to twenty pounds. I got so sick of myself, like, because I was just eating so much. I was, like, disgusted with myself that I started my liquid diet 14 days before the surgery. Like, before my doctor even told me to. Because I was just like, I can't eat like this anymore. Like, this is making me so, like, I was just so disgusted. Mm. Um, It was hard. That that liquid diet, I contend to this day. I'm now two years uh, plus out of surgery. And the liquid diet is the hardest part of the entire of the entire thing by far. The day I had surgery, I weighed three hundred and I can't remember three hundred and thirty pounds. I think maybe three hundred and thirty pounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I got up to three forty five, and then I lost fifteen pounds during the liquid diet. Liquid, right? Okay, so surgery happens. Yeah. What is life like after? (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, the two weeks leading up to it, the liquid diet was like a breakup. Like it's emotional. You know, you realize like how much you've leaned on this stuff. That's the hard part because when you wake up from surgery, food is the furthest thing you will. It's you can't even imagine what it feels like. Because like I told you, they've taken out that hunger hormone. You're just not hungry. And for someone who's like a compulsive eater and like has an eating problem and food addiction and that kind of stuff to all of a sudden not be hungry, it's so like mind blowing. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, like I never even realized how it was playing in my head. Like you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's almost, is it kind of like you condition your body to be that way? I think so. I think I think it's a mind and body thing. I mean, I think yeah. again, like you know, I'm I'm using it as like a like you're self medicating almost, you know, mm-hmm. and it, and it's never enough. You're you're filling that hole. It's now the total opposite problem for a while, where you have to force yourself to eat. Mm. And now I'm tracking everything I eat because I'm like trying to get up to a certain number of calories, whereas before it was like I'm subtracting them. Now I'm like adding them you know what I mean Mm, and it was Uh, hard to get to it was so hard because you have to have uh an ungodly amount of protein but you can't like eat anything yet you're like still on the liquid diet for a little while after okay so it's still like trying to get the protein shakes down but even like sipping hurts for a little Mm. while so you're literally all day like yeah like all day (laughs) <laughs> so just constant, constant, constant. But I was a maniac. I mean, it's a laparoscopic surgery, so it's not like a long recovery. You're in the the um, hospital for one night. Back the next day, my in-laws stayed with us to watch the kids while my wife went to work. And I 
was like out of it from the anesthesia, but it's really not that much pain. Mm-hmm. So I'm up like the next day, laps around my neighborhood like a crazy person. <laughs> you were like, I did this thing, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make this work for me. Oh, absolutely, a thousand percent. Okay, so you're. You have to sip now. Now you're yeah, going yeah. from before where you're trying to cut calories, but yeah. now you now are trying, trying to, to just yeah. get to where you need to be. Yeah, I'm trying to like and build up to like 800 calories a day, literally. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so Jay has a Facebook group called Is it? Called, it's called the Lighter Side of, yeah, of Weight a, Loss. Uh, right, the Lighter Side of Weight Loss with Jay. The Lighter Side of Weight lo- Weight Loss with Jay, mm-hmm. um, which he's grown to a community of 20,000. Yeah. At last check, um, mm-hmm. might yeah, be more now. Usually, <laughs> usually holds steady around there. You know, holds steady like, around twenty k, yeah. uh, twenty thousand. I mean, that's a huge community um, from a marketer's marketer's perspective. I mean, that's an awesome community to be able to speak to, have as your audience, market to, um, and just build, build connections and relationships with. So. When did you start it? How did you start at what point in this whole totally, timeline? Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> so <clears throat> if it's back when you talked about my, the last time I went to Weight Watchers, now there was this online community that wasn't there before. Um, there was an, The app now had a whole social media aspect to it, which I never really dug, but there was also these Facebook groups that had popped up that I was like, oh, wow, like this never existed before when I was doing this stuff, so it's cool to have this community, you know? yeah. Um, so I joined all those groups and I was, I was in there and, uh, these groups, like these weight loss groups that are supposed to be these supportive communities was, you know, I'll never forget it. Somebody posted a picture of a breakfast they had made and it was like eggs and cheese and whatever. And they were like, they were so proud because it was zero points or one point or something on the Weight Watchers plan. And they were so happy. And these these people come on there like that's fake, that's processed food, and that's this and that's that. Just like let the poor woman like be proud of herself for two yeah. seconds. It drove me nuts. And that was like one tiny example of the yeah. way that people were, you know? Not very supportive and very right. judgy sounding. Right. Right. And it's like, hmm, let me actually go in and open up your fridge and see Well, totally, totally. You're perfect, you know? (laughs) So then around Easter time, I made a post in the group. I was saying that I was getting nervous um, because Easter was coming up and I didn't really want to have all that candy in the house. And I was like, do you think it's wrong if I tell my kid that the Easter bunny died? (laughs) Now, again, 75% of the people are laughing their asses off, right? Oh, boy. 25% of the people are going, it's not your daughter's fault that you have a weight problem and how, what a horrible thing to suggest and blah oh and blah and blah. Gosh. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, right then I was like, you know what? I'm out of here. Yeah, And I was like, I'm going to make my own group. And the whole reason that it's called The Lighter Side of Weight Loss with Jay, the only reason like I became a part of the branding of it was that I wanted the people from that group to know where I was, mm. you know, with Jay. So like, like, oh, yeah, that's that Jay guy from the from the group who was funny. You yeah. Know? So no, that's I, how I it like started. that, though. That's a good strategy. If you have some name recognition, wherever that is. Yeah, it worked use out. Use that. <laughs> you know, it worked out. 
So they come over though in droves. Like I don't. <laughs> it, it was. Cra- it was. Crazy. Well, what was the size of this group that you were in? Oh, that was that was huge. That was like. 200 300,000 or something like that and you really have to work hard to kind of stand out as well so it sounds like you were very present you were very active yeah. I was, and yeah. you were also saying things that were catching people's attention totally so the spirit <laughs> of the group began with like no judging and it just like grew and grew and grew it was nuts I remember just like looking at it and like watching the numbers I'd be like, I was like, what the hell is happening? Like it was, and it just kept going up and up and up. It was, I mean, really crazy. And for the, for the first year or so of it, like I, it was, it was a little bit different then, you know, I used to do like weekly lives and meetings and I used to, we used to do a weigh in, like we would, they, everyone would submit their weight loss to me and all that kind of stuff, which was awesome. And I, I, one day I would love to do all that stuff again. It just got to be like, all of a sudden I have a full-time job running a Facebook group. Right. You know, on top of my like actual full-time job. Because see, I've thought about this and we see the weigh-ins, like all of that sounds like a really great way to build community. But yeah. I also know that that sounds like a full-time job alone. You had kind of, you know, your tribe spreading the word and yes. kind of in other groups or telling people, hey, come totally. over to this group. So that's mm-hmm. really how it grew pretty organically, it sounds like. Yeah, it was. It was pretty organic. It, it was great. I mean, and... And very active and still is. I mean, you, you're in there. Yes. Yeah, I'm in the group. Active, <laughs> it's it. active. And <laughs> I think it's 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 the basic sort of ideals of the group uh, have always stayed um, in check. So at what point, how long before your surgery was this? Did you create your group? So this was in April of 2017 and I had surgery in April of 2018. Okay, so one year before. So did mm-hmm. you really start um, engaging this community by talking about, hey, the surgery is coming up? Like, did it help you with preparation? No. Well, did at it- first, so at first, it, surgery wasn't even a, a blip on okay. my screen. What happened was, it's funny, was that one of the admins who is now one of my closest friends, her name is mm-hmm. Jenny B., uh, she wrote to me and she was like listen I have to tell you something and I don't want you to judge me and like all this stuff and I was like oh god what is she gonna tell me and she's <laughs> and she was like I think I'm gonna have weight loss surgery and you know like in that moment not only obviously was I not gonna judge her but it went off like a million light bulbs in my brain when she said it that like that's what I have to do too and did you start sharing your your journey with surgery before and after in the group so the day that i decided that i was going to do the surgery for sure was the same day that i started my podcast okay i'd always wanted to start a podcast um i was doing voiceover stuff i had a microphone i had you know like i've always been a performer amazing (laughs) oh thank you voice made for podcasts thank you thank you thank you yeah well when i was younger everyone always told me to go on the radio because there was no such thing as there was no such thing as podcasts right um so i was like all right you know now i have this community that knows who i am and will hopefully listen (laughs) <laughs> you know, if I so now I, I'll be doing it, of course, because I want to hold myself accountable and like I want to have this thing, but I won't have that problem at the beginning of no one's listening to it, which would like stop me maybe from right. like keeping going. 
You know, because you have this Facebook group of thousands of people, right? So you start the podcast, and yeah. you have instant listeners, right? Right, and that's how I announced to the group that I was having surgery. Also, you know, I said, "Hey, listen, I'm starting this podcast. I have a and the first episode of my podcast is called In Which a Secret Is Revealed mm. because." I wanted them to listen to it. I wanted them to be like, what is this? You know what I mean? Um, and they did. Um, yeah. And uh, and so that was it. And, that, and I used the podcast from that point. Like I interviewed somebody different every week, but it still was. And you were interviewing yeah. people who had gone through weight loss surgery? Not necessarily surgery, just weight loss in general. Weight loss in general. Yeah, I did do, like as I was doing it, I did do like a series of episodes that were interviews with people who had had like every different kind of weight loss surgery. I talked to like doctors. I talked to, you know, I, I put together like a more produced thing about bariatric surgery. I know how difficult it is to get the downloads. Um, so, and I think I heard a number that like half of podcasts don't get more than 125 downloads per episode. So, how were you kind of faring? And I know this is out of the gate. Yeah, uh, I'm trying. Honestly, I'm trying to remember. I think the first ones were like right away. I mean, I got spoiled. I was getting like two thousand shoots. I know, I know. I got so spoiled so quickly. Two thousand um, downloads. Yeah, I mean, I think people were just super curious, though. You know, because it it didn't stay that way. You know, okay. it, it it had to be. You know, I had to. I had. To, I came to a lot of. My podcast has evolved like in so many different in so many different ways, like mm-hmm. right along with like right along with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as I started to lose the weight and I started to the the conversations weren't just about weight loss anymore. Um, it started to be about addiction and mental health and you know yeah. all this stuff and it really sort of branched out into all these different places and I would get like authors to come on and like all these different things and yeah, you know it. <sighs> It got to the point where like the the group wasn't necessarily like the feeding source for the listeners as much anymore. Like it was because the intersection of like the people who were in a Facebook group about weight loss and the people who are like podcaster fans, Mm. that's not necessarily like as big of a overlap as you would Mm -hmm. want it to be. But yeah, it was great. I mean, I was it was enough to keep me going. I mean, I, I kept it weekly for a really long time. And I got some people on the show that I was really proud of speaking to. And I really worked on like learning the medium and learning the craft. And and then at the same time, I'm dropping weight, uh, you know, kind of like And crazy. your life is changing. Totally. In every possible way. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, I'm losing the weight. I'm gaining a lot of confidence that I didn't even realize I was missing. Right. You know, I kind of always thought of myself as like, I don't care. I'll do what I want. I'm blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, but like not really. Not now I am. <laughs> so at I mean? the same time you're losing all this weight, how much yeah. did you end up losing to where you kind of settled? Yeah. So I got down to, oh, I was like 183, I think was the lowest I got to. From my heaviest, you know, it's close to 200 pounds. Wow. Um now I weigh a little bit more than that now, but it's like I I do a lot of 
muscle building and weight loss. Like I do a right. lot of weightlifting and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, my goal, like I got down to that, but I never really wanted to be like skinny, yeah. skinny. It was cool oh, yeah. for a minute. Yeah. It was definitely cool for a minute. Believe me, I enjoyed it for yeah. a minute. Yeah. But then like I have a personal trainer. He's my best friend. And uh, he told me, he was like, as soon as they clear you to do any like real exercise, I'm training you. Hmm. And he did. I mean, for like almost two whole years, he would. It was virtual, but he would send me workouts. You know, three, four times a week. I built up a home gym, so like now I've got everything I need here, all my weights and everything. And, and uh, how yeah. would you, how would you say your life changed? Well, I left my. You know, I own my own business now, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, I was working for someone else. I never would have had the confidence that I had to leave and go out and do my own thing, like ever in a million years. Mm. Uh, it really helped me a lot in that in that way, and just like the the energy level mm. was was a huge thing. I mean, have you had yeah. to fight? Because I know you mentioned, hey, the hunger pains come back. Yeah, ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had to kind of do work on that? addiction with food and has it been a struggle at points to not go back Mm -hmm. so that's a good question um you know like i said when you first get out you're not hungry but you start if you're doing if you're doing it right uh what you start doing like when you are able to eat there is a very specific way that you're supposed to eat you know there's rules you're like a gremlin you're not (laughs) supposed to drink 20 minutes before you eat or 20 minutes after you eat you are supposed to when you eat you're supposed to always eat like all of your protein first then vegetables then if you have room left carbs so that's and also it's like chewing your food into oblivion because it won't go it doesn't go down right if you don't at least at first so that first year, like the key to it for me was always following the rules, tracking everything I ate, building new habits. Right. Um, and building the habits the right way because, yes, like eventually you learn that you can sneak some stuff past it. You know, I remember like the first time because at the beginning you like you never have sugar because you're like, oh, it's going to like it could upset your stomach and all this, whatever. And then, like, the first time you're ever like, let me see if I can have a little bit of sugar. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, I can. Oh, no, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the point is you did, you don't want to go back. Like, you came. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so far. <laughs> and you accomplished so much. I mean, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank I you. I mean, I know that couldn't have been an easy road. No. No, certainly not. <laughs> it's not uh, easy, you know, at all. I mean, if, it's, if anyone who listens and, you know, gets that feedback of, oh, that's the easy way out, like, it, it's absolutely no, not at all. No, at all. No, and, I, and, I wish and it was. The point is, is that you've tried, like, most of the time you've tried something so many, you've tried so many different things multiple times before you've even gotten to that point. Totally. So you, yeah. it's... You know, and it, again, you, like you said, you, you had to do the workouts. You had to retrain yourself yeah. how to eat. You're you're learning how to to eat properly the right way. Yeah, and yeah, you know. I was gonna say it's also it's it's a big mental health game too. I mean, a lot of yes. people have a lot. A lot of people have a lot of issues with 
um, transfer addictions, mm-hmm. uh, where like now I can't eat, so I got to get it out somehow. So they start drinking. Like a lot of people start become alcoholics. Like it's mm-hmm. it's 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 a big danger, and body dysmorphia mm-hmm. is a is a bad one. Like I can sometimes like look at myself real quick in the mirror and like literally see my old like fatness there <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean like yeah so it, it's a lot it's a lot to deal with emotionally mentally physically it's all a lot it's not easy no. at all if it was easy everybody would do it what you did was really impressive again you, you had the topic that I think people were interested in yeah uh, you have the group you created a podcast where you're getting 2,000 freaking downloads have a yeah. sponsor I mean you're monetizing <laughs> this yeah. you built this into a brand yeah yeah I did. It, but because it just was sort, you it was, had an audience uh, first, yeah. but then you're like, hey, I I can't just rely on this Facebook community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I totally got more into Instagram. Instagram can happen very quickly, though. Yeah. And I also get, like, shaded out sometimes. Like, like all these followers. And I'm like, who are these people? Like, where are these people from? I don't know what this is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, is this fake? It's not fake. But if it was, no one would know the difference. And all anybody cares about is the number. It's so crazy. I would disagree with that. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. I hope, I hope you give me a counterpoint. (laughs) (laughs) What puts your content in front of more people is is your rate of engagement. So, I mean, and maybe I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who manages social media for clients. So I have probably a different perspective. But really what I'm looking at, you know, if you have 200 followers and you're getting 100 likes on, on and 50 comments on posts, like your rate of engagement is really high. You have a very engaged audience. I agree with you 100%. Because we all come across those pages that have 100,000 people following and you have five likes. I, I don't get 2,000 downloads every episode anymore. Right. You know, uh, I will sometimes. Your, your content has changed. Well, yeah, now I'm a daily show and I don't look at it yeah. in people the same way anymore. as much. I mean, they now it's more about, yeah, now it's more about like weekly listens yeah. and like, you know, daily numbers and things like that than it is about that. And that's fine. So as I evolved... As I lost weight and hit my goal, it was like, I don't really want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. You know, like not as much anyway. It was almost like that story ended or at least that chapter ended. Totally. Because um, when you're when you're me or anybody who struggles with this your whole life, weight loss and food and all that has been a topic of conversation and a part of your brain forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you go maybe for a little while. I don't want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. absolutely. So what's next? What's next for you, man? So during the pandemic, I came back to my show. And like I said, like we've been talking about and I'm going to throw out my hundredth episode in, in 100 days. Um, I started <laughs> I started talking to essential workers and frontline you know, people uh, once the pandemic hit. And then as the story sort of kept going, I kept going. Uh, as it's evolved, the story's evolved. I'm trying to, now we kind of, we say we're trying to make an oral history of, of the moment that, mm-hmm. that's happening right now. So, you know, we're gonna, we're about to hit, yeah, we're about to hit 100 episodes in 100 days, which is, it's just Insane. as crazy. 
it's just as crazy Congrats as it sounds. on that too. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much. And you're just forging ahead. You know, I mean, as, as we go into the fall now and we have no idea what is happening, you know, with our schools and the election and all this, like, of course there are going to be a million, a million stories to tell. And, uh, I will, I'll keep going until I just can't take it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows how long it'll be. So if you want to find Jay's podcast, The Lighter Side, um, and learn more about Jay, where can they find you? Oh, all over the place. I mean, on Instagram (laughs) at at The Lighter Side Podcast. Um, You can go to thelightersidepodcast.com for the the show also. um, And that'll take you to whatever way you listen to it. Um, you know, if you were however you want to, uh, we're on all the podcast things, wherever you find podcasts. Absolutely. And you are also on Facebook, which we mentioned earlier yes. in your Facebook group, which is the lighter side of weight loss with Jay. Totally. Yeah. Come on in. I mean, we, uh, we welcome one and all. You just have to answer a few questions, honestly, to get in and, uh, you'll be fine. Well, and then we'll <laughs> see you on the inside. Hey, you know, I, I remember when I was on your podcast, one of the, the things that we talked about that I loved is when you said, build your community, then start your podcast. Don't yes. start your podcast, then try to build a community. I mean, you can yeah. do it, but. Yeah. And I, you the know, only thing I would add to that, had, just, I mean, not yeah. to interrupt you. Yeah. I want to make sure, because you're right. That and also, like, have a niche, you know, like. Yes. You can have uh, a podcast about, you know, fishing, just for an example. Mm-hmm. And you could think like, well, I'm not going to get a million people to listen to a podcast about fishing. But like, you don't have to. If you get 20 people to listen to a podcast about fishing and then like a f- company that sells, you know, fishing hooks needs a sponsor. They're, they're still, it doesn't matter. Your number of listeners doesn't matter. It's your number of qualified listeners. And, and there's a million, and with podcasting, especially by the way, there's a million different ways. We know we don't know the right way yet. Yeah, you know, there's so no new. one way. So totally, there's no the one time way to get in. Only a million podcasts out there. So <laughs> yeah, and they're growing, and, and everyone has one. And it, what's great about that is that so many of them are terrible. That if yours is pretty good, you Halfway can decent. you can you can rise up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jay. Much appreciated. Appreciate you coming on the show. Love it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Jay is the one to talk to when it comes to weight loss and even marketing. So make sure you connect with him below. Give him a shout. Talk to him about, hey, maybe your next podcast. And until next week, you know what to do. Hit subscribe on YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where you're going to find out about all the next episodes. And hey, maybe even you will be a podcast right here sitting with me sharing your story. So until next week, stay happy. Stay healthy.